You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. back to another Thursday episode of Clapback Culture. I'm your girl, Jules Jesse, and I'm so glad to be here. I see we got some people live. If you haven't already, please make sure to share that stream. Let somebody know that Clapback Culture is on, you guys. So look, happy Friday Eve. It has been a very, very quick week, you guys, for me. At least it's been feeling like it's been going fast. Um, what about you? You guys let me know in the comment section how you've been feeling Glad to see you here. Glad to see you guys pulling up in the comments because guess what? I hate to do this show without y'all. You know, I like your feedback. I like all of that stuff, you guys. So listen, sit back, get your tea, get your drink, get your wine, something, get the popcorn together because we're going to dive in deep today. You feel me? John Jupiter, what's up, bro? I haven't seen you in a month of Sundays. Glad to have you back on the show I, you always bring the comments, so please make sure, pull up, pull up, pull up. I want to hear what you got to say later on in the show. Um, Listen, let me go ahead and pull up, you guys, our first little topic. Um, This is very, very, very um, interesting, pull you guys. Pull up, you guys, uh -oh, uh -oh. Hold on. My bad. Excuse me, a little technical right there. Um, I don't know... What is going on in 2024? But clearly we ain't been getting no breaks. Um, I saw this headline on social media where some Chiefs fans were found dead. Now, there, there's so many questions around this because when I saw this headline, I said, wait a minute, this can't, this cannot be real. <clears throat> Excuse me. So a little bit of background story. Um, there are three friends who were at another friend's house and they were found two days later frozen to death in the friend's backyard on this guy's property. Um, the homeowner is basically saying, listen, I have no idea how they got back there. I saw them leave out. The three of them left together, but the three of them were discovered two days after the game in the homeowner's backyard, dead. Uh, we have a news report. I'm going to go ahead and play that. And then we're going to come back and figure out what the hell happened. Kansas City, Missouri, an unusual death investigation is currently underway after Kansas City Chiefs fans were found dead in a backyard following that big game Sunday night. CB Cotton takes a look at why the case is drawing national attention and raising a lot of questions. This is a cover-up. Something's, something's wrong with the, with the picture. Anger and frustration from the families of Ricky Johnson, David Harrington, and Clayton McGinney. Earlier this month, all three men were hanging out at their friend Jordan Willis's home for football Sunday. Two days later, all three were found dead in Willis's backyard, with Willis claiming he never noticed something was wrong. Man up. Now tell us what happened. He knows. He has to know. Willis's attorney says his client saw his friends leave through the front door and then went to bed. He slept most of the morning on Monday. Uh, he got up and at some point he relocated to the bedroom, he got up on Tuesday morning. Um, he works from home. He had no reason to go in the backyard. The victim's families and a fifth friend who'd also been inside the house that night aren't buying it. 
I'm furious. Everybody's furious. Nobody believes this story. I personally think they got drugged and were drugged out the back door and put in the backyard. I want to know exactly what happened. While police have not made any arrest and don't suspect foul play, families also accuse Willis and his attorney of changing their story. Willis's attorney, however, says his client did nothing wrong. These are his buddies. Had he seen those guys out there, he would have gotten them help immediately. Willis has since moved out of the house. Victim autopsy reports and toxicology results are still pending. In New York, CB Cotton, Fox 32, Chicago. Mm-mm. Smells like some foul play. I, I, I don't I don't get it, you guys. Like I don't understand how you can be with your friends and then there's a 48 hour window that you don't know what happened to them. So here's the thing, and I'm I'm glad John Jupiter was Willis a Bills fan. Listen, that is very interesting to know because was there some rivalry? Did these guys lose a bet that you know some people on social media are alleging that? So that I think that is a theory they do absolutely need to look into. Um I'm going to bring Rado into our show pretty soon to see if he wants to tap in and, and talk a little bit about this, you guys. But wh where do you guys stand on this issue? Because my thing is this. You have a party. Your friends go home that night. It's Sunday night. Monday morning, you wake up. The attorney of the homeowner is alleging that this guy slept most of the day on Monday. Okay, let's say you had a hangover. Okay, you might sleep the rest of the day on Monday. But on Tuesday, you're going to get up and start getting back to it. Now, the idea of like, well, he didn't have any reason to go in the backyard. I, you guys let me know. I feel like I go into my backyard every day. Like, you're at least going to look back out there. So I, I don't know. I mean, this this just doesn't seem as simple as they're trying to make it seem. Let's go ahead and bring Rado in. Um, Rado, what's up? What's up? Welcome to- What's up, people? How y'all doing out there? Listen, I don't know if you got a chance to listen in, but we're talking about uh, three friends- Okay. Um, that were found dead, frozen in the backyard after, a, after being at the friend's house watching a football game. Under mysterious circumstances, they're still awaiting the autopsy results, the toxicology results to understand what happened to these guys. Um, the homeowner has not been arrested. Were they white? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All four of them. Sound like beer games to me. Sound like people, white boys getting drunk and playing stupid beer games, man. Are you serious? This is serious. I mean, it's great because it's not on the East Coast. This is somewhere in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin. Where is this? Oh, John, come through with that investigative personality, sir. Because guess what? I did not think about this, but if you think, but if you wake up, you're still going to notice your friends' cars are outside. They didn't come together. Absolutely. So you're definitely going to be curious about it, and. At what point do you have people over at your house that you're not texting them that night to say, hey, did you get home safe? Or even the next day, like, man, you know, we had a time last night. So it, how many days, how many days lapse? Two days. No way. Two days. Ooh, ooh. 
with friends people. like that who needs enemies thank you tori hey, I mean, hey come through tori <laughs> man we got healing broken wings saying too much drinking and drugs and stupidity yeah. i mean here's the thing i honestly can't wrap my mind around this um the parents and family members of the um the victims, you know what I'm saying? Of these, of the lost, you know, the lost guys, <clears throat> excuse me. They are absolutely saying this is foul play oh, yeah, and they're yeah. going to get to the bottom of this. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like they're, they're saying their friend, they don't believe their, their kids died of this overdose. All of the, there's so much speculation. Um, I'm just, I'm, I just can't imagine what this is given. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's given what is given. You know, these people have um, had a little bit too much to drink, some good drugs, went inside the backyard, um, played some games without shirts on, like a lot of white boys do, unfortunately. And so, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a gunshot, a gunshot wound somewhere that they're not uh, mysteriously finding. I mean, it just sounds weird. You know, it just, it's, it's really very weird. weird. I, it's really I weird. mean, I think it has something to do with perhaps someone losing a bet. Do we know what state this is? Do you have information on what state this is in? Uh, they're in Pallet County. Let me see what state this is in. Pallet County. Uh, Kansas City. Okay, yeah, like I said, somewhere Midwest, but yeah. Yeah, the, these are Midwest guys. Okay. Listen, there's oh, not... Where is it? Where, what places are really getting cold enough to freeze a person? You get know what I'm saying? That Midwest. Yeah, yeah, that Midwest, that Kansas City, Detroit, Chicago. You're right. It was funny because Chicago showed, I'm not sure if anybody's seen this, but Chicago had this thing going on Instagram when it was showing their rivers frozen. So their mm. rivers was moving and it was frozen. So you know it's very, very hard for a current to freeze, right? I saw that. I saw that. Moving water is almost impossible for it to freeze, unless it's like Antarctica or something. But the water is so so cold, it, it froze. Um, you know, just kind of want to break it up. Big shout out to Krishan. Uh, she moved back in with Blueface, even though Blueface is locked up. <laughs> just, just wanted to shout out some mess. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. I, so, you know, I was going to put that on the show, but I said, listen, I can't bring. I know it wasn't room for the pilot. I just wanted to throw some mess in there just to, just to break things up. Shout out to you, Chris. Krishan. You got all the tattoos removed. You said hey, you hate this guy. You are no longer co-parenting. He's all these things. And he's incarcerated for the next six months. But you made it your business to move back in with this man. So we're just waiting for all this toxicity <laughs> to just continue for the next six months. And thank you for giving us content for this show. That's thank all. You. Thank you. <laughs> speaking of Krishan, you guys, and I don't have an overlay for this, but speaking of Krishan, they um they being black twitter being the internet being the shade room and neighborhood talk and all of our friends at the blogs you guys they are ripping her apart and it's like there's hashtag cancel krishan people are really feeling some type of way that she is supporting her baby dad in this situation she's going back saying i love him this that and the third like it's it's giving a whole thing so you know, I, I don't know. I um, I don't know if I've seen this. I mean, Tina and Turner and I never never broke up. I mean, they fought a lot, but they was kind of like together. They have like, I mean, the guy went in and, and I mean, they completely split. She went her separate way. She got the tattoos removed. She became active with a new partner. 
um, Blueface proposed to his actual uh, first children's mom. I Who mean, is now dating a woman. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all give us a job out here. Thank you for being messy, man. Y'all giving us a job out here, man. All the con- and, the, and this is what I'm not understanding, women. And, and okay, you know, I always have to give. You know, I always have to slow down a little bit when I talk about this, right? Or when I talk about the, these different, um, these different things. But let me just say this: women, why do you leave men to be with women that resemble and look like men? <laughs> I don't. I mean, there's no way I can answer that because I don't date women. Women leave men and say that they're toxic and they're no longer attracted to men, but they date women that look like men. Let's go to the next topic. We could be on this all day. What you got for us next, Jules? Uh, Listen, I think I'll go ahead and jump. Um, well, actually, I know you like to talk about race, so I'm going I'm to bring you some a little bit of racism tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, you love this. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Black power. <laughs> so we got we do we have a little bit of mess right here, you guys. Um this is crazy. So there is a principal that got caught on audio. Wow. Doing oh, oh my goodness. You heard that tape. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do you you wanna you wanna tee us in? <sighs> okay, guys. So I am going to let Jews give the specifics because I cannot think of what state county it's um, Baltimore. It's out of Baltimore. So okay, I'll give the come on, stop what you're doing. This wasn't in Baltimore. Be more Baltimore no, County. This County. was not what? in a black county. No, it wasn't. Baltimore City, Maryland. Thank you. Okay, guys. So let me let me let me let me let me let me, let me, let me, let me tell y'all this thing. Okay. So we have this story, right, of this white principal, uh, white administration, white principal, and mostly white assistant principal, and they are upset at the students, and they are they don't know they're being recorded, and they are going the f in, and they're talking about the kids, they're talking about. Um, these the black kids, black, these black teachers, these black kids can't even pass um a reading exam. Can't even. I mean, they're going all the way in, and it's just so messy. And it just shows um the inequality, right, and the racism that we still have, not only on the surface but in school with our children. So, uh, do you have a clip for this? I, I hope you have the clip. I have the clip. So, you guys, listen. Um, we don't. We, we don't subscribe to anything that they're talking about in this. So, you know, this ain't got nothing to do with us, but we're going to play at the tape. Here we go. For me and only me. You know, I, I seriously don't understand why I have to constantly put up with these dumbasses here every day. Between these ungrateful black kids who can't test their way out of a paper bag or these teachers who don't get it, how hard is it to get these students to meet their grade level expectations? Lawrence and Ravenel should have never been hired. And don't let me get started on DJ. I'm going to drag his black ass out of here one way or another. I'm going to get something to stick. I'm just so sick of the inadequacies of these people. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm going to join the other side. Kathy, I'm done. Kathy. I'm done. 
He's yeah. done with the last comment. So blacks, we don't defend each other. You know, we come in and we rant and we throw these temper tantrums. But he's done. He's all the way done. Once you're missing the Jews, you're done. As a matter of fact, just for saying the word Jew, I actually apologize to the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> because it's that serious. When you can cancel Kanye West, you know it's serious. So you got these white teachers up in Baltimore, right, coming out, um, basically wanting to say nigga so bad. They wanted to say nigga oh so bad. Oh, excuse me. This is still a family show. Yeah. They wanted to say the N-word so much, but they didn't have that. They just It, it must have been someone around, right? Uh-huh. But they came out so aggressive, man. And I hate it because what we don't understand is that if there was a camera set up in other homes and around other instances with white individuals, you'll see a lot of this. Oh, man. And I love white people. But sometimes, you know, when you put white individuals in, in places where it's dominated by a different race, like it is in Baltimore with a lot of black people, this is what you get. You have a school with 93 percent black people and you're sitting here ranting about, you know, what they're doing. I mean, ding, you ding, know, ding. what's interesting about this story to mm -hmm. me is more so the fact that social media, there are commenters, black commenters who are defending some of the things that this principal yeah. is talking about. And listen, Kathy, I'm done. He's he, he's done. Uh, you can tell he's at his wits end. Uh, Baltimore County public school officials are saying that they're looking into the incident um, they're opening an investigation. The superintendent released a statement uh, this week saying that, you know, these are deeply disturbing and they don't reflect the core values of our school system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but to your point, Rodney, you're right. Like when you think about Baltimore County, Baltimore County is synonymous with people of color, black people. And so this this principle with this hate speech, the discrimination and prejudice, it's just like it is flowing out this guy. So here, here's the thing. You get caught on camera. You get caught on audio. All of these things happen. And then what? Like what is really going to happen to this guy? Um, I don't think anything's really going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a big um, price to pay for this audio. I think he'll probably he'll definitely get fired, if not resign. And then he'll move off into a different school district and nothing else will happen. So I honestly think that's what's going to be. So, I, you know, just something about being fired. Oh, he's going to get he's going to get fired or he's going to quit. And um, Brooke, this is a Pikeville, excuse me, Pikeville. Well, oh, OK. You say in the district. Pike, Pikesville High School. Pikesville, okay. Yep. And so it is the principal, allegedly the principal of Pikesville High School out in Baltimore County, Maryland. Um, okay. This is a hot mess.com, you guys. Hot mess. Hot mess. Hot oh, mess. and John Jupiter, you're right. This is, the, this is the best point out of the audio. He said, I will find something to stick. Ain't that about something? Mm -hmm. You know you're mad when you just trying to make something up and find something mm -hmm. to stick. Okay, mm -hmm. so these this is this is crazy. Um, I still cannot figure out who recorded the conversation. A mixed teacher. <laughs> Somebody presenting white. The good old mulatto. 
It's half and half, you know. But, but no, I, I will say this. So there are a lot of Caucasians who really don't agree with racism. Um, you know, shout out to the to the small sprinkle that did help us out back in those days when we were <laughs> finding our way through the Underground Railroad, so to speak. Oh my God. You had those, yeah, you do have those individuals, man, that 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 want um equality that that really doesn't like toxic, racist, old school um Caucasians. And um that's who that's who recorded, man. And, and you know, shout out to you. Because there's no place in the school district for that. There's no place um in the world for that. And at some point we have to come together and understand that we're only hurting each other. You know, unity is something that we need. You know, we're at a point where we're saying so much violence and we're like, why is everybody so violent? Why is this happening in our city? Ding, 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 ding is happening in your city because of instances like this. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, well, we will work on this story and let you guys know what to expect. I mean, this is one of those things that we just, we're, we're not gonna let die silently. So no. we'll, we'll see what happens. No. Y'all want to say that N-word so bad. But look, not even across this thing, but you, um, I'm not sure if you guys seen this um, too earlier today. There's a story about a young black guy who has braids in his hair in Texas. And you guys mm, know this been happening for the last Rado? couple of months. Huh? Oh, we lost you for a second, but shit back. Go ahead. Oh, shit back. <laughs> but look, <laughs> well, um, there's a there's a story, right, about a young man. He has braids in his hair and he's um he lives in Texas. Um, he's in high school. This story has been circulating for the last few months, and he has been expelled from school due to his braids. Well, what has happened now is that not only um is the state um supporting it. But black officials and other people all around are, are, support, are, are, are supporting this thing. Not sure if Lucy's seen this story, but it's just something that I wanted to add because I know we'll be talking about it next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's funny because I was going to bring that in. He um, he actually so he actually received a court date. So he is he got a date to go to court. Look. Um, I'll pull up the particulars while we're on break. Isn't that sad, though? In today's day and time, people are still caught up on things that we can't control. Yeah. So this is this is a Texas Texas student, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's his case against the school district over the length of his locks. That was mm-hmm. the you know, kind of like the issue there. Um, a judge officially set the date for this young man. He's going to court, and um, you know, the reason that the school suspended him is because his locks violated the dress code. So apparently the school has like a very strict policy on hair length. Um, I do believe he went to a private school. Um, So nevertheless, he's seeing this all the way to court. The fact that he has a court case is a big deal because it means that he has probable probable cause for this case. So I am interested to see what is going to happen here. Um, meanwhile, very interesting to see from school and he can't return to class. Yeah. So he is going, um, he's a great student, you know, so yeah. it's, it's, it's just a sad story, but I just wanted to say that I kind of wanted to bring that in and shed some light on that. Yeah. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. But look, we're, you guys know, we got to take our breaks. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about Tori Hart. She's keeping that last name. Oh, she wants to keep it. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be right, right back. 
Right You're back. watching Clapback Culture. See you Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Clapback Culture. Of course, we have to, you know let you guys know what Clapback, I mean, Converge Media is all about. So if you want to continue to support the Black Matters, uh, the Black Lives Matter studio, continue to support us and send us a donation so you can keep small Black podcasts like ours on air. Um, I'm going to bring Rado back in. Rado. I like that because now no, we got to get some more sponsorships. So for now on, I will be having something from Coca-Cola, Sprite, uh, dough juice, orange juice, Hennessy. We're gonna have something on here. Stop. Yeah. I know. Let's get those sponsorships. I was looking at Miranaz with a game, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they have a sponsorship with Amsterdam, and Amsterdam um, was a liquor that was very popular here in Washington, D.C. in the early 2000s. And it's funny because he'll be talking like this and he'll be just going on. He'll be like, oh, and just to let you know, Amsterdam is a very good cool vodka. It goes good in orange juice. It goes good in soda. So we're looking to do that. All the companies that's watching Clapback, please allow us to be your spokesmen and spokeswomen because we already ready. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lucy. Give us something for Coca-Cola. Uh well actually I don't want to give anything for Coca Cola because they ain't paying us yet but I do love oh. you Coca Cola it has been a long history of me working with Coca Cola back in the day um shout out to Big O Omari Salisbury if you're watching for bringing me in uh, to work with Coca Cola global brand uh open happiness campaign back in Tanzania all these years ago but listen that, that's see that's why I hate you. Because wow. you've actually worked with these brands, right? You've <laughs> represented Coca-Cola, Hennessy, Sprite, and all these things. I haven't. So now what I'm saying is throw it back to me, and I'm going to show you what I'll say. Okay, who, who you who, which, who you want me to be? Give uh, me Julio. Okay, Don Julio. What do you- Don Julio, we love you. <laughs> Everybody in the city loves your refreshing drink. You can drink it with Everfresh lime juice. You can drink it with Sprite. I love it in a margarita. <laughs> I love it in a mojito. Have <laughs> it come. Don Julio, we love you. Give us that sponsorship. Uh, well, listen, I was going to talk about Tori Hart, but we might as well move right into Angel Reese because it ties into sponsorship. Okay. Listen, the the LSU women's basketball star Angel Reese um, had a really special present to pump up her teammates before uh, their game on nice. Thursday night. Uh, and listen, she had something special for her teammates and her coaches. This is all a part of her NIL partnership with Beats by Dre. We have the clip. Listen, this is the kind of teammate I want to have. Let's Actually, watch. Reese get paid. Come on. Hey guys, so I decided. Hold on, hold on. I got to pull this out. Hold on. And it's not the first time she did it, y'all. Angela Reese, every time she gets something, she bless her teammates. This yeah. time, she bless the teammates and the coaches. Watch their response. Hey, guys. So I decided that I'm going to surprise my teammates and my coaches with a new pair of beats for our big game tomorrow. We're super excited and we're locked in. So I'm going to keep everybody locked in and let's go surprise them. Just keeping us focused, staying together in the team. Um, it's having wins games, but 
Teamwork wins championships. So here's something to keep us all locked in to push forward for the rest of the season. One game at a time. This is so cool. <laughs> Oh my god. I Right, you guys. I think this is so, 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 so great. Rodney, I mean, th listen, these partnerships, these young people are getting these athletes, this NIL partnership with Beats by Dre. What a great way to lock in your team, number one. Everybody's going to come in. LSU is going to, I mean, this is like an incredible way for your sponsor to see it because the video went viral. She has enough to contribute to her team, but when they walk in, they're all going to have these headphones on, including the staff. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like it. So yeah. I kind of want to break it down a little bit more, right? So um, Angel Reese is actually from Baltimore, for you guys who don't know. Um, came up in unfortunate circumstances, um, got a full ride to actually go to LSU and she's doing wonderful things. I want to I want to highlight this because she has been getting a negative light right these last few months. One of the instances with her grades not being right, um, she was suspended from the team. Yeah. There was another instance where she went against Caitlin. So Caitlin is a famous um, um, college another top basketball player for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just been a lot of different things in which they allow the world to paint Angel Reese in a bad light. Well, I'm here to stand up for you, young sister. So not only has she's overcome the odds, right? A lot of times we look at people where they're at and not look at where they came from, right? And I think we need to start understanding where this young woman has come from and how she just shows this enormous um, quality that she has to share. So she yeah. has an NIL deal for all you guys who don't understand the NIL is actually a way to get college students paid. Prior to the last couple of years, college students were allowed to be paid. There are a lot of people, including people um, like who's actually won a Heisman, who had their Heisman taken away from um, also like Reggie Bush um, mm -hmm. for taking money and taking funds. Well, why doesn't this make sense? Because in college, you're broke. In college, you have nothing. Um, I can go on and on about how broke I was in college and how I almost didn't make it through college because of me not having what I needed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great thing, man, for the, for NIL to come out and just give these people money. One of the highest paid um, NIL deals right now is Shador Sanders and also um, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is the quarterback for USC. Um, I know Shador is getting this Deion Sanders. Um, sorry, his name is Shador Sanders. He's getting about um four million dollars in nil deals each year and i think caleb is getting about five that is a, 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 a it's, incredible. it's incredible angel reese has more than five million followers on across her social media platforms and she, rank, she ranks in the top three um in the nil valuation in women's college college yeah. basketball. So she's, she's one of the top. And I think it, you know, one of these articles is saying that she's even in the valuation ranking number seven. 
and ranks behind only LSU gymnast Livy Dunn um, in women's sports. So she's killing it right now as far as athletes. I, I love this because these athletes bring in so much revenue into these schools that they should absolutely be able to build their brand and, and be able to um, use their likeness and their their personality and their influence to help these brands get their messaging across. So I think it's I think it's great. I know back in the day, this used to be something that was super frowned upon. But of course, we have totally moved um you know, light years across from that. But <sighs> listen, Rado, we didn't moved into our clapback. We're talking about today, y'all. We on the clapback, y'all. We'll be clapping back. All today. right, we're clapping back today, you guys, at Tory Hart. We may be clapping back or clapping with Tory Hart. So listen, this yeah. woman has no intentions of losing her married name. Tori Hart, who is formerly Tori Skipper, mm -hmm. uh, she says she loves her married name. She has no intentions of going back to her maiden <laughs> despite this very public split from former husband Kevin Hart. Uh, let's also keep in mind that Kevin Hart, her and Kevin Hart have two kids. Kevin Hart has moved on, is married, and has two other kids with his current wife. Um, you know, not amid uh, scandals in between, honey, we'll say that. Let's not leave that out. But Tori says, listen, she was a part of the brand. She is a part of why the heart name is the heart name. And she doesn't want to leave it. And guess what? She don't like Skipper. She thinks Tori Hart sounds better. So I bring this to you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the audience, those that are watching. What do you guys think? Is Should you be keeping your married name after divorce what do we think i just i just don't i don't like it i don't i i hate it actually um me and you were actually watching a show um married at first sight and the okay. woman wanted to keep her last name right so one of the things that i don't like about what she said is is how she helped make him you know that's one of the things that kind of make me feel uncomfortable you know kevin hart was in comedy before her now, I understand that behind every great man is a great woman, and I agree with that quote. I agree with everything about it. But what also has to be known is that a person has to put the work in. So as much as she wants to take credit for his success, she wouldn't have taken credit for his demise, and she never has. Anytime something happens with Kevin Hart that's negative, it's on Kevin Hart. But now that Kevin Hart has been successful, it's on her. <clears throat> and that's the problem that I will continue to have a problem with that instance, because had not Kevin Hart applied himself to be uh, a great comic on the stage, there there wouldn't have been um, there, there wouldn't have been, you know, the success that he had. Kevin Hart's success has 10, 20, 30, 100 fold since he has been a split from her. And I'm not saying because anything had to do with her has been toxic. I'm only saying that because he's a professional. He's loved the work that he's done. And as a result, he have reaped the benefit of his hard work. Yeah. Now, my thing is, it's so sad. But and this, I want to I want to talk to all the women that's on my live. And I want to talk to all the women that are watching this show right now. And this is a very fair question. I'm going to ask all of you right now. OK, we are talking right now about Kevin Hart's ex 
not wanting to re re what is um give go her back, go back to her maiden name so she doesn't want to go back to her maiden name and let's say this guys if the shoe was on and i'm talking to all the women and i need you guys to be honest if kevin hot wife switch what uh swap roles with kevin hart and she was very successful and she split up the marriage and left kevin hart do you think she'll still be wanting Kevin Hart to get a piece of what she got? So, when I'm saying this, reverse the roles. Okay. Okay, and you split, and now she is your Angela Jolie. Okay, she's the Angela Jolie. She she is. I, I'm trying to think of a of, of a situation like this as as far as where the woman was the was was the Tina uh, Turner was the one that was. I can't really say that because I I. Ike, it's it's kind of it's it's a lot different. Uh, he wasn't in the gym like Ike. Ike did. Ike, Ike taught Tina. All, Tina came with her voice, but Ike shaped her voice. Ike put her in a performance in the spotlight. Ike did everything for Tina. It doesn't mean he deserved to hit her and do the stuff that he did or been controlling. But she did not have a role in Kevin Hart's career like Ike. Like we can't do that. Well, here, here's what I'll say about the matter. And this is this is just my take on it, you guys. I think that Tori Hart, in this instant, I think she's obviously keeping the name for the correct reasons. And that's because she also understands the value of the Hart name. Um, she is a Hart. She's legally a Hart. Um, and there's nowhere in the book, in the policy, that says she has to return back to her maiden name. And to be quite frank... Why would she ever give up the heart name when she's created her own brand around the heart name? Like she is Tori Hart because of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart has a net worth of $450 million. I don't care who you are, your ex-wife, your ex-husband, if you are that high valued, you would be a fool to release that name. So she's being honest about this. And she's saying, listen, why would I go back to Skipper? I have built my entire brand around this name. And, you know, she is throwing it in there. And I was and I was there from the beginning. And so we don't know if she was really shooting in the gym with Kevin Hart, but she was his ex-wife. I mean, they did start somewhere and whether or not she did enough work to stick around, they didn't work out, but they do have two kids together. They carry the Hart name. I understand where she's going with this because she's still within the same industry. If Tori Hart was not in the entertainment industry, she probably would, she probably would go back to Skipper, but guess what? Skipper, no, Tori Skipper versus Tori Hart. Tori Hart does sound better. It sounds like a way better inter entertainment name. It, she's going to get brand recognition when she goes on different. Um, she's also acting. So when she goes on different, um, uh, not what do they call it? Not interviews, but when auditions, when she's going to different auditions, she needs to carry that heart name. Why would she go back to Tori Skipper? It doesn't make any sense. City girls up another point. Let's get it. Yeah, city girls are up another point because it's definitely all about the money. Because yeah, had, yeah it's about the money. And she's not, and she's not making it. Yeah, she's not. Had Kevin Hart would have went broke or anything like that, she wouldn't want no part of him. If if something was a slander in his name, so so this is my problem. Right? Oh, but you hold on, honey. You know who? But you know why I say that's not true? Because mm -hmm. R. Kelly's ex-wife 
still makes herself synonymous with with R. Kelly despite him being in prison. R. Kelly is rich. What are you talking about? And that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying if we're talking, well, R. Kelly is broke now, right? He's not R. Broke. Kelly is broke. He's not broke. <laughs> what R. is he? R. Kelly receives money every day off every song that he gets. He's not broke. He we, he might be what we call broke, but he's still a millionaire. He, there's no, there's no, a millionaire sitting in prison doesn't count. There, no, there's, no, there's no way. It does count because, because, because R. Kelly is still powerful. He could still, he could still change the lives of individuals out here. He's probably still taking care of his entire family and everybody he's been taking care of. Being a millionaire matters where you are because the okay, power is open with the tongue. That's it. Well, we're saying, we're saying the same thing. I'm just saying, even without the money, Despite shame, despite embarrassment, it doesn't even matter because if that name has influence, mm-hmm. people are going to keep it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I, just, I just, I just hate it because Ivanka Trump never went back to her maiden name. Yeah, and, and people want to be attached to things that's famous. I, I get it. And, and, and famous, and influential, people. powerful, all mm-hmm. those things. Like there. I mean, why would you disassociate? The only time you disassociate yourself with something like that is if it carries some type of shame. That's really the only time that you do it. Well, not, it happens like that more so with women than it does with men, though. Because with men, men don't change their name. That's I, not. I get, I get it, but we don't associate with those women anymore. I'm talking about the association. Women, when they carry on their name, they still associate with that man. They still bring that man's name up, which is why they're carrying that man's name. Absolutely. With men, when we're done with a woman, we're done with a woman. We're not going back to say, oh, yeah, because, you know, I'm with, I was with such as we're not doing that. You know, but I mean, think about Shawnee O'Neal, right? Mm-hmm. Shawnee O'Neal has five kids, five or six kids with Shaquille O'Neal. Why would Shawnee ever and she's remarried? And has been separated from Shaq for a minute. What she created her her influence around being Shaquille O'Neal's wife. So, which is why remember we talked about this on the show. Shaq was like, "That's always going to be my wife." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to to actually to your point, if I were Shawnee O'Neal and I remarried, I would change my name because I feel like, especially with somebody like Shaq who has made the comment that this is still my wife, there is some claim on that. And how does your new husband feel about you carrying your ex-husband's name? I mean, it's always going to be claim on that. Once she popped them, once she popped them six, seven kids out the vagina, that was his forever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's over for that. No matter who came after that. No, and, and the size, the head of them kids, I know she had to get reconstructive surgery and everything. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I, will, but I will say this. For me, so this is the part where, where I don't think things are fair, right? And I get offended. So if me and you build a company uh-huh. and that company grosses, the most that company ever grosses is 21000 for the year. It's something that we're like, whatever the case may be, it's dormant. We don't really care about it, whatever the case may be. If we decide to split and I take that company and I gross that company to 48 to 75 million dollars alone by myself. Why do you deserve a cut? Yeah. I mean, we I'm, because I'm always this the yeah. women always get a cut. They always come back and they say, well, shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was on that company. I helped build that company. I helped do those things. 
Well, you have to understand at the point when you were building, it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. I cultivated this thing. I put in the work to build this thing. And I have issues with that because it is a it is a it's an ongoing thing that happens with men on a regular basis. And I'm not trying to say that women don't have a role in men's life because they, they are there to support. But sometimes things get toxic and men leave. So now if a woman didn't do everything that she could to keep that valuable man and that man ended up leaving or she decided to leave. Why do you want what he's worked for? So you're basically talking about like a situation with alimony. Is that what you're saying? It's, or like it's all the same thing to me. I, so I, like I, if, I, so I, let me so just to clear it up, because I just need an example. So you're saying like, let's say, for example, uh, the coach we were talking about last week, mm -hmm. there were or the, the week before there was a coach. He signed this new, uh, you know, multi-million dollar contract for coaching. Yep. And, you know, and they'd sign the deal after his divorce had finished. Um, and everybody was like, great, because she wasn't allowed to get um, a percentage of his new salary. Yes. So, so what that, is, that, is, that, is, that is one example. So an example would be that a woman will say, well, I did everything for those children while he was away coaching. I was there with him when he came home and he was sad. I came home to him and rubbed his feet. I did all these things to support him, right? Mm -hmm. And I understand that. But those are things that women are going to do because they want that man. Mm -hmm. Because if that was the case, then I would be paying you for those services. When you come, when I, when I, when I was getting, when I came home, because to me, it's like modern day prostitution to me. And I know that's being, that's, that's being far-fetched, but it don't, women sometimes put themselves in, in, the, in the shoes where it's like, okay. I was coaching. I was making this amount of money. So now when I come home, you should hit the cha-ching. Okay, you rub my feet. Here's 20000 Cha-ching. You watch I guess I don't, I don't really understand the point of what you're talking about. So are you saying, like, for instance... The point, the point so, is... Let me ask a question for clarification. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Dre's wife, they broke up, and she took him to court, and she was trying to sue for half of everything. And obviously, she wasn't... She wasn't... Um, like she wasn't involved in the business. She didn't really do anything entrepreneurial with him. Clearly, Dre had built his, um, you know, his empire by itself. Mm -hmm. But he was but legally she was his wife. And so she was basically saying she wants to remain in a certain lifestyle. And so he should continue to pay for his her lifestyle despite them being separated. Are you saying that you have issue with that? I have very much so issue with that. And while you're giving one one example that was a good example, my argument is that rarely do you ever see this happening on the, on the other side. Oh, man. Why is it coincidence that this always happened with men and not women? I mean, it's a double standard. I mean, there's so many double standards that women face versus in men and et cetera, et cetera. But this is absolutely a double standard. Men and you would and you say this all the time. Men take the role of traditionally being that provider and being that protector. So of course it's going to be one sided. Just like the the double side is that a woman is to give birth and raise the kids and take care of the household. Some of these are traditional roles, and some of them, you know, it's just it it is how our society has been built. Whether we agree with how it is or not, I still stand on the side of being. If we were to divorce, 
whatever you came in with, whatever I came in with, we can take. And then whatever we built together, we should split. If there is something that is unevenly yoked, guess what? I'm going to back off. Like if you had a super successful thriving business and I didn't really have any parts of you developing it, cultivating it, nurturing it, making sure it grew, I wouldn't ask for half. I, I I personally wouldn't feel entitled to it. I think oftentimes when we get into the court system and there's arbitration and we're trying to do a split, people are angry. And so they're going going to the jugular, which is always going to be a man's wallet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. And I think this is why we have prenuptial agreements. Because but that's, that's the issue now. You, do you understand now in today's day, prenuptial agreements don't mean anything anymore? And it's the most confusing thing to That's me. so confusing to me. And you're right. Confusing. There is a lot of controversy with saying, well, and, and Jeannie Mai and Jeezy are going through the fact that she said, well, I didn't really feel like I, I was, I felt forced to sign the prenuptial. No. No, 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 no. Isn't that crazy though? Like you, you, everybody slandered Jeezy because Jeannie, Jeannie Monet is a good girl and we really like her personality, right? But it's things like that that men see through. So now everyone's questioning why did he leave? Why did he leave? These are hints. You know, you 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 look at Tyree's situation and you get a woman that comes out and clearly um says to the entire public that Tyrese did nothing to me. It yeah, my friends and family convinced me yeah. not to with him anymore. Yeah, and I mean you hear these things and it's like, what the heck? Like, I mean, we rarely hear about toxic dudes like Stevie J who marry Faith oh, and man. then sue her for alimony. No, no, and- so there's, there's two women. There's two women I know that this happened to. Um Stevie J, which is crazy because I feel like Faith is not even rich. Stevie J got more money than her, or at least I thought, right? Why, nah, why, are, you suing, why are you suing Faith? <laughs> Out of spite. And then and then you know that the best one that we have is Mary J. Bly's ex-husband, the guy with the green eyes. So yeah, I'm out here getting um alimony or doing anything like that, but it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. What, what would you do? So what what let's talk about our prenup. What's our prenup giving? Let's go ahead and go public with this. So well, I, I agree with everything that you said, right? But imagine what you said. Let me let me add, I think there's also a part in a man, despite how tumultuous the breakup is that they would see, especially if they have kids, they would see the mother of their kids in a good position. They would leave the mother of their kids in a good position, especially if it wasn't wasn't like a betrayal or a violation or anything like that. If it was just irreconcilable differences, right? Mm -hmm. If it was just, we just are not working out. Mm -hmm. I think you, I don't, I can't see you saying, I'm taking the car, I'm taking the house, we're going to sell it, we're going to split it on the middle. You wouldn't do all that. You would, you would make sure that I was housed, that I had transportation. Well, well, for me, this is the thing, right? This is the thing. So I would make sure if, if we had, if we split, I would make sure that you got one of the houses, the biggest house with the children that was the most safest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we could, we could split everything else and make it like that. But that's men. Women, 90% of the time, will not make sure that the guy is okay. 
They want to see him hurt. They want to see him in a worse position. They don't want to see him happy afterwards. It's just so much going on, right? And, and, I, and I hate that part of it because there's nothing in the system that protects men. There's everything that protects women. And it makes it unattractive to get married. And this is why I say that. When a man leaves a marriage, he doesn't need anything. Mm -hmm. All he needs is, is his sanity. And he comes in with a lot or he comes in with something and he leaves most of the time with nothing. Okay. Let me tell you why women benefit the most. OK, when women come into a situation in the marriage, no matter what they did or what they didn't do, they get automatic rights to the children. Mm -hmm. They get automatic child support for the children. They get automatic alimony for the marriage, whether they in the right or the wrong. And they automatically are looked at as damsels in distress. Mm -hmm. so while they get all of these things, what is the benefit of me marrying you? What is the benefit of me putting my, because this is- Because the, if it doesn't work out, I still got to take it, care of you. If it doesn't work out, I still have to take care of you. Yeah. It, it, is, it is not, there is no women that are just saying, you know what? I'm going to die for you. Women take this for granted. But, when, but when, for us men, when we get in relationship with you guys, we are saying that we are going to give the, our life up, the most cherishable thing that we have. We are ready to do everything in our power to protect you. Women are not ready to do that. Women are based on emotions. You get what I'm saying? And for the most I part- I what you're saying. I think um, here's what I'll add to the conversation. I think we used to have a time where we saw 50, 40, 30, 25-year-old, oh. 25-year marriages. And yeah. there was some esteem placed on the fact that people entered into holy matrimony. And there has been seasons in which women have been groomed to become more independent, to be... Um, you know, just uh, more independent, being able to work without, aside from a man. And some of those things are great. You know what I'm saying? Some of those things are exactly what we need, but there is also a need for partnership, right? And so I agree with you that, you know, a woman absolutely wants to be in a woman's place. We want to be able to tap into our, our feminine and we want to be able to tap into our divine energy that we have. And we do want to have the man be the provider and the protector and all of these things. And I think there is some truth to what you're saying and that we have been groomed to maybe not do our part so much in terms of holding up our man and understanding how to protect our man, how to cultivate the relationship, how to have a balanced household, because the roles have been shifted in a sense where it's like <clears throat> we have to also learn that there is a lot of strength in submission. If I'm going to be led by a great man, right? And I'm just talking about great men. I'm not talking about the men who are out cheating on you and this and that, but I'm talking about the great men who are saying, I will die and put my life on the line for you. In addition to making sure that you're closed in your house and that if, if you lose your job, that you're going to be straight. All of these things come with the responsibility of the woman to be, to say, I'm going to make sure that you're good so that you can live up 
to this expectation. And that's kind of lost. Like those lessons, I do believe are lost um, and have been lost on us because we are now being more trained to be more independent and things of that nature. And the thing is, you can have both, right? You're independent. You're independent. (laughs) No, I can be a, I can be a powerful, not independent. That's not the word. I can be a powerful woman who can go to work, who can have kids, who can run a podcast, who can go out to brunch and hang out with her friends, but I can still be the woman of my household in a submissive manner. I don't have to, um, you know, I don't have to feel like I can't be submissive to my man or, hey, girl, you know, let me let me make sure I got dinner on the table. Let me call you back. Let me make sure the house is clean so he can walk into some peace. The thing is, it's like, it's difficult because we're trained that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And it is. It in is masses, okay. In the masses, it's, it's trained that way. And I, and I agree with everything you say, and I appreciate that perspective, right? Um, it's just, I think men miss it a lot, right? So... In the way that you're speaking, I think a lot of women feels that feels that way when they're calm and, and, and their needs are being met. But in the instance when there's a divorce and there's a divide and that man has done something malicious, um, a lot of times women just want revenge, you know, and that's what I'm speaking to. And what the revenge looks like is lies. It looks like a lot of things that just hurt that man. So it's 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 just a it's just a crazy. <laughs> But just to get back and tie this thing up, because we only got a minute left. And I just want to say shout out to everybody that continue to support us here. Clap back. We really love y'all. We really appreciate you guys um, on a weekly basis. Every Thursday, we will be here, rain, sleet, or snow, unless there is an emergency um, at 10 o'clock. So make sure you guys tune in. Tori Hot, if you want to keep the name, keep the name. But please, man. Please, man, give my give my man his respect. Give him his credit. If you gonna keep the name, shout him out. Because she man- does, she does, she does. Okay. I think. Listen, you know, to put a bow she, on this one, she I think- be a sister wife. Oh, she would love to be a sister wife. Oh, next week, y'all. Tori Hart is a sister wife. Kevin Hart, go ahead, get up here, run our numbers to the top. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we're going to put a bow on that. Rado, when you are not here at Clapback Culture, where can they follow you? You can always catch me, y'all, Rado007 at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and most importantly, Gmail. All right, you guys. Well, I'm your girl, Jules Jesse. You guys can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Still trying to get that Facebook back up, you guys. So listen, until next week, make sure you pull up, follow me. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. Uh, listen, Rado, it's been a great show. Glad to have you. Until then, you guys, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.